I have done some really tough things in my life. I remember I worked two jobs in the summer of 2010, one at my local park district as a summer camp counselor. It was my favorite job I've ever had. It was just fun being outside and playing with the kids all the time. And I had a camaraderie with all of the other camp counselors and my boss like no other. And it was just amazing. And I was also working at Zara. And that was part-time for the summer because I did want to commit full-time to the park district for the six weeks. And I just remember working like probably somewhere between like 55 and 60 hours a week. And in retrospect, that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're outside in the sun all day with 20 kids and just baking, <laughs> turning around and doing a retail job for the rest of the night is not ideal. And I don't recommend it. And my sister was staying with me that summer and she said that I had like horrible night terrors and was uh, sleepwalking a lot, which is something I had never done before that. And I haven't done it since then. And I actually do remember one of the episodes I had, I woke up and ran to the bathroom because I thought I left my contacts in my eyes. And I'm like yanking down on my bottom eyelids, like they're in there. I forgot to take them out and freaking out. And she's like, Britt, you're having another episode. Just go back to sleep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was uh, a very fast and hard summer. Now looking at it, I'm like, I know I made more money, but I really don't know what happened to it. So <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy summer. And then I also had grad school in 2019. I graduated, but before that, I got married in 2017. And I remember planning my wedding while in grad school. And just being like, oh my God, this is so hard. And I was also working a full-time job. To this day, I have so much appreciation for my classmates because they took on the assignments, the projects, all of it, everything. They divvied it up between them and let me focus on the wedding, which in itself was a whole nother project and a whole headache. And yeah, I'm glad Josh and I made it to the altar and that we're married, but just getting everything together for the actual wedding was a lot. So that was another hard moment. And even now, looking at those things and looking at, you know, balancing being a work from home mom and just stay at home mom as well, it's become a pattern of mine to continue to challenge myself and to get into the situations that are hard or tough. I think the truth of it all is that in life, we're always going to have things that we're trying to figure out and that we want to grow in. And as much as I encourage this lifestyle and want people to um, jump in it with me, it's hard and nothing prepares you for exactly what your journey is going to be like. So as much as I speak with you all about being work from home parents, work from home moms specifically, it's hard. And I can only tell you a fraction of what it's going to be like. It's just one of those things you have to experience on your own. 
As far as figuring things out goes, it makes me wonder how many other people are trying to figure things out. And I would say all of us, honestly, because we're not born into this world with the manual on how to live. We just live and we take what comes and we try to make the best of it. And luckily for us, and I will make this the affirmation for our mamas out there, our superpower is problem solving. I want you to say my superpower is problem solving. And so today I wanted to take the opportunity to just be kind of raw with you guys and tell you the truth about what it is to be a work from home mom and where to find balance and how to persevere. So welcome to the Mom Homie Podcast. It always comes down to balance, right? For the first time last week, I looked at Savannah. She was like terrorizing me because she sometimes doesn't even necessarily want me to play with her. She just wants me in the same space as her or she wants to do what she's doing, but know that I'm looking at her doing it. And I can't always pay attention to her. Obviously, I'm making sure she's not hurting herself, but I can't always just have eyes on her. So the other day she was terrorizing me. And for the first time, I want to say ever, I was like, man, I need a break from you today. (laughs) And I didn't feel bad about that, which in the past, I think that I probably would have felt bad about that, except for I think she needs a break from me too. And so I was like, you know what? When Josh gets home, I'm going to hand her over to him and I'm going to just go sit somewhere for a little bit. It didn't have to be even an hour, but I was like, she and I, we're together all the time. We need some healthy boundaries. I'm going to go on and take some time to myself and leave her with him. And it, it was good. It was good. I'm glad we did it. I think that It's easy to forget how to balance things when you have a child because you think that everything you do has to be for them. And to some degree it does. You know, it always is going to relate back to your child and your relationship with your child and things are healthy and things like that. They always say you cannot pour from an empty cup. So what I've learned in this balance is also having boundaries, which I know I've talked about before. And, you know, when you're looking at all of the work that you do that's paid and unpaid, you have to come to terms that sometimes you can't do it all. And sometimes you don't want to do it all. You don't have to do it all. I have been teetering back and forth about continuing on with a ongoing client that I have or whether or not I should conclude that relationship. I was having a hard time deciding because 
They have afforded me a lot of opportunities and they've been good to me. And I, you know, honestly like the mission and what they're doing. But when I compare it to the other things that I'm doing, and I'm not talking about just work things, I'm talking about balancing Savannah and balancing the things that I like to do. I was telling myself, I'm like, something has to go because I can't balance all of this. And I don't want to balance all of this. I need to um, be able to have something that's healthy for me. And ultimately it came down to letting go of something that wasn't as consistent and happened to be this client. I did let it go. And I think that it was a good decision on my part for them as well, for the simple fact that I know my bandwidth and I didn't think that it would have been fair for me to hang on to them, giving them mediocre work when someone who has more capacity could give them 100%. So yeah, balance. And there's no shame in letting things go. And even if you take something on and realize, you know, a month later, three months later, a year later, that you can't hang on to it, you know, make a mature decision about that and leave on good terms. Part of me finding the balance again is that I've been feeling more like myself after having Savannah and just having a year of learning who I was again, now as a mother, and what is healthy for me. I have now come to a point in motherhood where I feel like, you know, things are healthier for me as a person outside of motherhood. And I know that sounds contradictory, but I think that when we become moms, we tend to be really hard on ourselves because we want to be 100% mom all the time. And we sort of forget the other things that we were before we became moms. I don't necessarily miss my life before I became a mom because I do feel like there's something profound that happened to me in terms of just like the motivation I have and the drive that I have and the patience and the kindness that I now have. Not that I wasn't those things before Savannah, but I just feel like it's been amplified. And motherhood has done many great things for me as well as teach me how to just be a good person just because I should just be a good person. Not because I'm a mom, but just because I should just be a good person. And I'm feeling more like myself, which is awesome. I know that it takes years sometimes for moms to get back into feeling the way that they felt before they had a child and I know for me, a lot of it wasn't physical, it was mental. I was constantly like anxious about things like her falling and getting hurt, her choking, her like, like stop breathing in the middle of the night, which I know I talked a lot about that months ago and just like how terrified I was of SIDS and things like that. Just had this like ongoing feeling of like the world's out to get my daughter and now I feel a little bit more at ease. I'm definitely still cautious. I do know we live in a crazy world, but I remind myself that there's more good people in this world than there are bad. I've taken a pause to 
more so taking the moment and enjoy the good things that are happening. And there's been a lot of good things happening. Also, the pandemic made me a bit of a recluse and I still have, again, some of those like internal battles that I mentioned and my comfort is not what it was before, socially speaking. But I have gotten better as far as taking advantage of like the nice weather and just getting out more. And Savannah loves to be outdoors running around. And so it makes me want to be outside as well because I just like see how much joy it brings her. And her joy is also my joy. I think about my friend in California. She's an avid hiker and she has two daughters and she has a dog and she always takes the dog and the two kiddos hiking and I just think that that's like the sweetest thing ever. And although I don't have mountains here in Illinois, I can still take Savannah on some pretty nice trails of just trees and nature. And also, since we're close to Indiana, I obviously take her to the Indiana dunes. I think she'd get a really big kick out of that as long as she doesn't roll down the dune. (laughs) I've also been exercising more with some regularity and it's nothing super crazy or strenuous, but I think when you're working at a desk all day, not even working from home, but when you're working at a desk all day, it's important to get up and stretch and get your blood pumping and your muscles, you know, somewhat tense and things like that. Just so you know that your body's alive, because I know that for me, the physical recovery from being pregnant was kind of long because I had a lot of tailbone pain. And I was told during my pregnancy that that's not uncommon and that it would resolve after I had Savannah. Well, it did resolve, but it didn't resolve until like six months postpartum. So sitting down for long periods of time just was not something that I could do as a work from home mom and just at a desk and things like that. And now that I'm exercising, I do feel like my core is a little bit tighter, my gluteus maximus is a little bit tighter. (laughs) In general, I just feel like I'm carrying my body a little bit better than I was after I was pregnant because I don't know about you all, but I was super squishy. (laughs) And I didn't gain a bunch of weight, but I just felt like everything was very like, like silly putty almost. (laughs) So yeah, it was just, it's just been nice to feel my muscle mass come back. And the overall balance that I've found, it just feels like a reward for the hard work and the doubts and the exhaustion and the frustration and the panic and everything else that I had been feeling since I started this work from home journey because things finally feel like they're in harmony. So I'm just basking in that and um, realizing that my efforts are paying off. Back to what I was saying before about us being problem solvers is that, you know, sometimes the the solution to the problem is to get rid of the problem. Sometimes the solution to the problem is not to actually solve it. And so 
I think that again, like there's only so much preparation that I can or anyone can tell you about being a work from home mom, but I do think that it's worth it to at least try and see if it's something that works for you in your household and how you want to raise your children. And that when it comes to it, it's all about balance because when you have that balance, it will help you persevere and get over those really tough moments that are going to come up. And if you hang in there long enough, you will start to feel things pay off and not pay off only financially, but just pay off in terms of how you balance your time, your connections with people and, you know, people that are new as well as people that you're already connected with. I know that I feel a lot more connected to my husband because he's been super supportive. Also, um, just connected with my daughter, which was the whole point of this. If you are still thinking about whether or not this is something that is good for you, here's something to consider. What are some of the hardest things that you've done in your life? Why did you stick to them? And what was the benefit of the outcome? And if you can answer that, even about just one instance, then you can sort of mentally prepare yourself for how to do this as well. And you persevered in that moment. And so, you know, that just tells you how tough you are and how far you'll go. And I truly do believe that we grow from our hardest challenges. And I think that we seek that growth, which is why we accept the challenge in the first place. And I think that we seek that growth, which is why we accept the challenge in the first place. I think it's the reason why people run marathons. I think it's the reason why people do Ironman or triathlons. And I'll finish with this. Never compare your journey to anyone else's because what you experience and feel isn't any less of a journey than what the other person experienced and feels. And it's nothing more either. It's just different. If you start comparing yourself to them, then you're going to be disappointed. Only compare yourself to yourself. The reason why I say this is because... It's easy to look at what somebody else is doing because I look at the other moms and stuff and follow them and like and comment on their things. If I compared myself to them, then I probably would feel like I wasn't doing enough. But behind the scenes of that, I know I'm doing a lot. The only thing that you can do is worry about yourself and your platform And if you are going to look at others' platforms, do it in a way of compassion, in a way of recognizing what they're doing and congratulating them and cheering them on. Because again, like it's all about community. It's not about competition. There's plenty of people and opportunities out there to be split between everybody. So keep that in mind if you do... Um, take on a work from home journey and decide that you want to also branch out into some creative things. And to keep up the encouragement, I actually wrote a blog about this that is going to be available to you tomorrow morning. And it's just to encourage you on your journey because you deserve that. And it's the perfect way to conclude this month about work. 
So be on the lookout for that. And if you are listening to this podcast, let me know. Shoot me a message on social media or you can like and subscribe the podcast and leave a comment there. Let me know what you want to hear about. Let me know if you like the podcast. Thanks again for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day. All of the legwork for whatever assignments we had done had to get done that week. My cat is so rude. Hold on. Dude, I told you not to do that. Get out. Go. And don't come knocking either.